the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is the word to stand on for life with Pastor Ron Arbaugh. Your word is sharper than any two-edged sword. And it cuts deep into my heart. The word to stand on for life is a radio ministry of Calvary Chapel in San Antonio. A live call-in show here to help you answer your questions about the Bible and how to apply the Word to your daily life. For more information on Calvary Chapel, visit our website, calvarysa.com. Get your Bible questions ready and call in now to 210-340-9585. It's The Word to Stand On for Life with Pastor Ron Arbaugh. Welcome to the show. Thank you for tuning in. I'm Pastor Ron Arbaugh from Calvary Chapel in San Antonio, Texas, and this is The Word to Stand On for Life, a program dedicated to taking your phone calls, answering your questions, Bible questions, questions about stuff going on in your life. And because this is Thursday and it's a date day show, Paula is live in studio, so she can answer pretty much anything that you have a question about. Anything. All you have to do is call us, 210-340-9585. If you're outside the local San Antonio area, you can call toll-free at 877-630-KSLR. That's 630-5757. You can email questions to us by emailing questions at calvarysa.com. Or you can use our free Calvary Chapel of San Antonio mobile app. And as always, if you are driving in your car, the safest way to call is to use the free KSLR mobile app. Just hit the call now banner at the top of the screen, and you will be connected directly to our studio producer. Paula, thanks for being here. You're very welcome. And as you just told the radio listening audience, I know it all. You know stuff. (laughs) I know Jesus. And so this is what else I know. You're like the kids. What's the answer? Jesus? That's right. doesn't matter what the question That's is. That's exactly the answer right. The yes. So if you all want to be encouraged, be with Jesus. There you go. So, yeah, welcome. I mean, I'm, I'm excited. You know, I heard you talking yesterday that, you know, maybe with Paula being on the show, she'll talk about our, our honeymoon trip to La Jolla, California. Honeymoon trip? That's what I, because somebody said it was a honeymoon trip because I was with my honey and I'm over the moon in love with them. Well, the honest truth is we were so broke when we got married, we couldn't have honey. Our honeymoon was my mom taking us to dinner on our wedding night. So, hey, you want to call a honeymoon trip? That's okay. Yeah. No, you've taken me on plenty other trips between then and now. And so this was really special. I mean, really special. It is kind of mind-blowing. We, 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 you and I are both having a little bit of trouble grasping yeah. the significance of it, but, but when you, you tell people 50 years, how long have mm-hmm. you been married? 50 years. Mm-hmm. And I always do like this, married. 50 <laughs> years. Married. Not just knowing each other, but married. <laughs> Pretty much just like that, because it's still in my mind going, this is mind-blowing. 50 years married. And and it's it's just that's all the Lord. So did you enjoy your trip? I completely enjoyed my trip. Now, you know, you were trying to surprise me because many months ago we had talked about fifties coming, and so you know, do you want to do anything? And we usually you and I just kind of get away some, you know, in October just by ourselves because in the summer when we go on vacation, um, it involves a lot of people either going with us, and then we have church on the beach and so a lot of other people from here and California join us and so in October we normally get away for about um, eight days yeah we just we're so busy Mm -hmm. and and it's just sort of a a, a quick retreat 
before we get really busy yeah. around the, the holidays after George Jesus and the holidays. Mm-hmm. But uh, because because September was our anniversary, yeah. uh, without you knowing it, I kind of moved it up. I know. You oh. moved the men's retreat up because last year you were gone on our honeymoon. Yeah, it was scheduled this year, too. Mm-hmm. And I'd say, ooh, ooh we, we got to move it up. Yeah. A week, so yeah. we moved it up a week, yeah. and and while that made it feel extra busy for me, mm-hmm. um, I, I couldn't be at a men's retreat on our fiftieth anniversary. I did on forty nine, yeah. and you know mm-hmm. I'll do it again probably mm-hmm. on fifty one, yeah. and up to maybe seventy five. Yeah, then... <laughs> you know, just a thought here. You you can answer this question. Okay, um, I, I get strange looks when I tell people we don't do like birthdays and anniversaries, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's just not important to us. Mm-hmm. Um, now, 50 was a big deal, a big but deal. but other than that, we don't do those things. Mm-hmm. Do you ever feel like like I'm being a jerk or something? No. Okay. No, but you always say happy birthday. Oh, yeah. And I, I pretty much, I, I always feel kind of special, you know, because I, I don't know. I just kind of, whatever you want to do, Paula. You know, I love you. You're beautiful. I mean, you tell the people all the time, and so I'm pretty good. <laughs> And if I need something, I don't have any needs. That's the thing. I don't have any needs. So, no. Mm-mm. Happy birthday, babe, when it comes up. But we are not surprised people. That's the thing. I've only surprised you one time in our marriage. And that was a few years back when I invited both of our sons to come to the men's retreat. That was shocking. Without you knowing it. Yeah. That was awesome, though. It was awesome. You surprised me one other time with my dad coming Oh, that was horrible. That was a shock. That wasn't a surprise. That was a shock. I, I repented so many times for that. Now, I don't only need to do it once. But anyway, yeah, but the real, a great surprise is a good thing. The other thing was a shock. And so, uh, so but for you to do a surprise was like, really? Because we had talked about. What do you always tell me? You always say, it takes a village. <laughs> <laughs> so and I, it took a village. Yeah, I had a village of people <laughs> helping me out to, to kind of plan this because you know I'm not really technical and yeah. and creative. you know don't know how to work things mm-hmm, out and mm-hmm, and yeah. I'm the least creative person yeah. that's ever been on the earth. Yeah. So I, I had a lot of help. You needed, it. and we yeah. kept the secret from you the whole time. Yeah, it, yeah, you did. So going back to what I was gonna say to to get to that place is. You know, we, I knew we were going to do something. And I said, well, what do you want me to do? You want me to make some arrangements? And you never really answered me on that. So I was out praying one day, and the Lord said, just leave it alone. I'm going to take care of it. You know, it wasn't one of those things where, okay, he's going to arrange something, and we're going to go on a trip. It was one of those, just be content and be happy, because if you don't go on, <laughs> if you don't go on, don't say, why didn't you tell me to make some arrangements? So I was, you know, the Lord had to work with me. And so nothing was said. And then what? And we came close to that. <laughs> <laughs> Without me knowing it. Yeah. Right? Okay. So. I figured you wouldn't be disappointed if you never knew. <laughs> <laughs> Wait to get to heaven to see what I would have missed. So had it come Boy, let me falling t- through. T- just not to interrupt one more time, but. That's okay. There are some real crowns waiting for you in heaven. <laughs> 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 putting up with me, being married to me. My goodness. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to be your valet. Okay. <laughs> I'll probably be able to see there, so. You know you will. That's, that'd be awesome. Anyway, so, you know, you say, okay, here's a big surprise. <laughs> You're so funny. Take a village. You're not technical. How come you couldn't have some of your village people <laughs> make the airline arrangements and the rental car? I knew where we were going and and what car and how much it was going to cost and all that. Well, so what? Yeah, I just figured that you would you would, as soon as we pulled up to the airport and went to the gate that said San Diego. Yeah, you'd know. So <laughs> might I, as well. Huh? Yeah. yeah so. <laughs> One less thing not to bug somebody else. Yeah, I got you. So anyway, for my surprise, <laughs> I don't know people at home are probably just cracking up. <laughs> they are I'm crazy. Okay, so my surprise, I know where we're. Going, we're going to San Diego. But you didn't know where in San Diego. That's exactly right. That's the thing I didn't know. And so, but I, I'm the driver. <laughs> <laughs> but, 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 I, I, but. Me and Siri. But no, seriously, I put Siri yeah. in my phone. Yes, you did. I said, so Siri, give me directions too. That's another part of your village. <laughs> Siri was the rock star. She was a, she was the most valuable player. Yes, on the, on the, yes, she was because we were going to places we didn't know we've not been to before. So, yeah, 
Hey, oh, I better be quiet because, you know, my phone is right over there. I keep, I say her name one more time. She's going to say, hello. Yeah. <laughs> You're doing the radio program, but you insist on calling me. I'm going to talk to these people. So anyway, so the phone lady, that's what we'll call it. <laughs> okay. The phone lady was the star of our trip because we hate being lost. You especially. You know, like I think one time I missed one off ramp and it was like, it's going to be okay, Ron. <laughs> it's going to be okay. All we got to do is make a U-turn. But when I got off the wrong thing, the very next exit, when we got off at the bottom, it said, just go right here. Let's go. We, we're good, but we, we hate to be lost. So she was the rock star. Anyway, so we were going to this place, and, you know, you never know because you haven't been there, but you saw pictures of where we are going. It was beautiful. Oh, my goodness. I just felt like a princess. I mean, just a princess. It was... I was going for queen. But... Queen is good. <laughs> princess is younger. And since I'm the younger partner in this, yeah. I'll take princess. You can be the king. But um, it was just stunningly beautiful. Facing the water. I took pictures. I sent pictures to, you know, my friends back here to say, look what, look what he did. It was it was beautiful, and I just kept looking at you like, "Wow, you did this for me." You know, I mean, it was our anniversary. Oh, I participated. I got the airline tickets in the rental car, <laughs> and I do the driving, yeah. and I hold the money because you know that was another cool thing that God did when your vision really went bad, is when the money got the big numbers. So I can tell you, okay, look, if you're going to go over there and get something, it's a 20. <laughs> Don't let the people fool you. Okay, so it was really, really cool time. And, you know, we were able to shine Jesus because everybody was stunned at 50 years in me, married. <laughs> and um, this one lady said, one waitress says, well, so where are you from? And we said, um, we came from Texas. And she looked at the, the cook and says, Oh, it's because they live in, in Texas that or don't live in California that they've made 50. No, baby. We lived here first. <laughs> <laughs> we, were, we were sinners, heathens here in California. But Jesus found us. And so it's Jesus who has kept us together because he's the one that said he's the one for life. And so and then we went to another place, and the salesman said, 50? 50, you just don't hear that. Some people don't make two months. <laughs> <laughs> and we're like, okay. He, he, it was personal because I think it might have been him. <laughs> I don't know, but we're like, oh, my goodness. But he's the one that, well, I'm trying on clothes. You and he are talking. And um, I can hear him saying how difficult it's been through the COVID years for his business and how he had to take out a loan and stuff and that his business partner, and he had a picture of Jesus on on his desk thing there. And um, when he when you asked him if you could pray for him, mm -hmm. you know, while I was making my purchase, he said, yes, please. And you reached out for his hand to pray, and I just put my head down. And my eyes are closed, you know, the ritual we do, praying with eyes closed, head down. He reached over that counter and took hold of my hand. He was so grateful. But those were just a couple of the opportunities that we didn't miss. We, we, we had those opportunities throughout the, the entire four days that we were there. Oh, yeah. um, he, he was Serbian. He, he's an Orthodox Christian. Mm -hmm. And um, and, and trusts Jesus. Um, you know, he's, he's Orthodox Church has some, some doctrinal difficulties. Mm -hmm. But, um, but he, he, he loved the Lord, and he was... Um, Truly, truly glad to see us again. We we'd been there several years before, mm -hmm. and um, and you got some stuff from him. Yeah. And when we walked back in, uh, you know, he says he knew us immediately. He he just said, yeah, he just said, "Where are you from again?" And we told him uh -huh. San Antonio, Texas, and and he he remembered it all. Yeah. But when I asked him, I said, "So so how's it going? How have you survived the the pandemic?" And and his head just dropped to his chest, and and he and he started sharing his pain. And um, that was when, when I asked him, I said, can I pray for you? Yeah. 
And, you know... We weren't even going to go over there. Yep. You know, it was just one of those... It was a divine appointment. Yeah, it really was. It really was, because I was like, oh, we're walking around here. Let's just go down here. I wonder if that store is still here, you know? And uh, it was just a really God-ordained moment. It was was just so sweet. You know, Paul, I say often that that there's a whole bunch of those God-ordained moments that that we we get busy and just walk right past Mm -hmm. in life. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's why being with Jesus matters so much, because... Uh, we had the opportunity to to, to remind that that man mm-hmm. that uh, God's got him, yeah. and uh, he's still here, mm-hmm. and he's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. And um, and again, we had other appointments like that, but but we're actually looking for them when we go out. Absolutely. And I think I think that's what most of us miss. We just kind of go through our day oblivious to to the things that are happening around us. And and we we use every opportunity to insert ourselves mm-hmm. in people's lives, and, and we don't do it in a in a in a harsh way or anything. It's it's um, you know in, in California the fiftieth wedding anniversary was um, a, a tool God gave us to use, and and He'll give all of us those kind of tools if we're just looking for Him. That's what the Holy Spirit wants us mm-hmm. to do. Mm-hmm. I am uh, one lady on the plane who's out here. Because her son is in the military, and he got deployed for a little while. She's here um, to stay with the daughter-in-law and the brand-new baby. Her name is Michelle. And she just gravitated to us. And uh, before we picked up our luggage, I had told her, you know, I'll give you my phone number. You know, you can call if you need anything. I know your your daughter's daughter-in-law's new into Texas, and then her husband had to go. So they don't know anybody. So gave her the card. Um, but no, I was going to give her the card, and we got separated. She found me at the airport to be sure to get my number. and stuff. So she hasn't called her anything yet, but um, it was a big deal for her to um, just know that if she did run into any kind of trouble, she's ha- she has somebody. Yeah, I, I, I just love the Lord. Oh, say. Okay, so now that we're back here, and I'm feeling like princess. <laughs> uh, actually, I, I told you before when we were in the plane, I was like, okay, we're coming back to Texas. And I'm going to share you with all of them people <laughs> again. But after third service, you are mine. <laughs> you know, but um, talking about blessings and divine appointments, something happened to me yesterday that I just, it, it, it kind of surprised me. So I'm in my H-E-B, my third ministry. And I, I followed this lady into the store, not knowing what she looked like or anything like that. But um, So I'm walking around, and I saw her again, and I just got emotional. And I just looked at her, and I said, can I hug you? It was me this time mm-hmm. saying, can I hug you? And she says, why not? And I was like, so we hug. I was emotional. She goes, what's the matter, darling? Yeah. Um, I said, I lost my mom in December. I could not believe it was, that was happening to me. Um, and she says, oh, I'm so sorry for your pain. And I was like, in, in my head, I'm like, what are you doing? I, I was, I, I was kind of caught off guard by this. <clears throat> anyway, I said, um, she says, may God give you peace in your heart. I said, I really do have peace in my heart. I know Jesus. She goes, oh, you know Jesus, because she was going to witness to me, you know, (laughs) which is what we're supposed to do, right? And um, I said, yeah, I said, but I'm not real sure that my my mom is there, and so it's kind of breaking my heart. And she says, well, you know God is good, because maybe at the last moment, I said, that's my hope. That at the last moment she is there, but um, and so I was. I said thank you very much, and so I said, "What's your name?" You won't guess her name. Want to guess it? Madeira. No. Oh. Blessing. Oh, blessing. Her I thought, name. I said Madeira because it's your mom's name. Yeah. That's her, that's that would be really strange. Yeah. Her name is Blessing, and I just thought, Lord, that was a kiss from you. That was a real sweet kiss from you. So anyway, that's what happened to me yesterday. I forgot. I, I was going to tell you, then I thought, no, I'll just tell you on the radio. 
then you'll be like. I was getting ready to go beat up somebody. Oh, no. If they, if they were giving you a hard time. No, it's, I, it was a total blessing. And that's kind of, you know, it kind of gave me a, a, a picture of, I think that's what people feel like when we reach out to them or when, you know, other people, you can see their pain and you want to help. You know, Paula, it's, it's, it's so easy to get people talking. It really is. Mm-hmm. If you just take a, a, a minute, it's so easy to get them talking. They, they want to talk about the things that are causing them pain. They want to talk about the things that are bringing them joy. Mm-hmm. They want to talk about their circumstances. And uh, especially when you can look at people and see that they're in pain. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's so simple. All we have to do is slow down just a little bit and take that opportunity. And, you know, we are exceptionally busy people. I don't say that to make, make it sound like we're really important or anything like that. That's not the case. <laughs> but but what we ought to be busy with the most is the Lord's business. And people are his business. Mm-hmm. It's the people that he cares about. Mm-hmm. And we, we just have to slow down. We were able to do that in California. We're able to do it here uh, on a daily basis. Those are the kind of things that uh, God will give you those opportunities all the time if you just take yep. them. Yep. I, I wake up in the morning. For you, you put your hand out. And, you know, Jesus, of my own free will, I choose to serve you, not by might, not by power, not by, but by your spirit, in your name and for your glory. Then you take my hand. Mm-hmm. For me, you know, I, I, I always just, especially when we're getting ready to do our exercise, I go one way, you go the other way outside. And I, I yell out, I'm with you, heart and soul. Or, you know, I just kind of take your hand in the air. But I wake up saying, okay, Jesus, you brought me through last night. How are you going to use me today? And I look forward to those moments. So anyway, let's move on from that. <clears throat> Yesterday you had a, oh, yeah, Robert and Lisa. I remember you when you visited on your anniversary, and I wasn't on the show yesterday, and I wanted to holler through the radio saying, yeah, I remember you. Happy anniversary, too. So God bless you guys. Thanks for coming by, and hope we see you another time. Um, so, but you got a long way to go to get to 50, <laughs> 50 married. Um, you know, we're, you had that question yesterday. Uh, talking about being partners in ministry. You know, it was kind of sad because she, it was the husband was saying, my wife wants me to step down and spend more time with her. And I was just thinking, you know, I remember um, when you first got, well, yeah, when you first got saved and then the few months later when you found out you were called to be a pastor, I had that same kind of fear because in the world, you were dedicated to your job. I mean, you spent more time there and with the people there than you did with me and our kids. <clears throat> and so I thought, oh, man, now he's going to be working for Jesus. You know, that's <laughs> that's a serious boss. You know, it's not just getting paid money. This is for Jesus. This is God, you know. And, and so I thought, well, I'm going to have to just resign myself that, you know, it's going to be worse than in the business world. Yeah, but, instead of work widow, it's a, a church widow. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He's going to be married to the to the ministry, and I'm going to be, you know, like number 10 on the list again, or worse. And I thought, but it's for God, so, you know, (laughs) do what you got to do, you know, kind of thing. Just suffering for the Lord, you know, kind of a thing. And so I kind of understand her pain, and we have, you know, you are a driven kind of guy, and you know, I'm thankful for that because I, I, you're serious about what you do, and I really enjoy. We say this all the time. Man, it's fun watching people do what they enjoy doing. But um, I voiced that that concern, and I don't think I bugged you about it much, um, much. Uh, but I remember when the Lord said when we got here, date day, date day. And you took the day off, and then you cleaned the apartment. Now, I should have been thankful, and I was thankful that you were cleaning the apartment. But I'm sitting on the couch. I don't have to clean, but it, I didn't feel all that, like, let's do something. I want to get out of the apartment. And so I just, Lord, you got to talk to him because, I mean, I love that he's cleaning the apartment and all, but this don't feel like any special date day. And the Lord was faithful. Um, and, you know, maybe in the second half, 
I was supposed to be teaching um, at the last Pastor's Wives Conference. The first time they asked me was, would you speak on supporting your husband in ministry? But that was a breakout session. And then they called back to ask, instead of a breakout session, we want you to do a main session. And that was on love and unity in the body. Well, being in the ministry, both are very needed, you know, for you and me to support you in your ministry. I can't imagine because I know I watch, but I know this is what you were born to do. And so for me um, to ask you to step down to spend more time with me, it would be like me asking you to stop breathing for three days and, and then survive. I just, I just can't imagine. I mean, this is a call from God, not just to you, but to me as well. Yeah. Let's come back to that, Paul, on the other side of the break. Hey, you can interrupt our conversation anytime you want to, 210-340-9585 or toll-free 877-630-KSLR. If you have any questions, comments, uh, all you got to do is call. We will be back on the other side of the break. See you in two minutes. Welcome back to the Word to Stand On for Life. We're taking your calls at 340-9585 or toll-free 877-630-KSLR. Now, here's Pastor Ron Arbaugh. Welcome back to the second half of our Date Day show, 340-9585. We'd love uh, any welcome interruptions that you have. If you don't interrupt, Paul is just going to keep talking. Just run her mouth, right? <laughs> My goodness. It's like she didn't talk all week and then, boom, here we are. Anyway. That's what happens when she misses a week on yeah, the program. She's got a lot to say. i got a lot to say. <laughs> that's right. You know, um, in the the supporting my husband in ministry, the, the theme of the whole conference was um, – I consider my life worth nothing to me if only I may finish the race and the task of testifying to the gospel of God's grace from Acts uh, 2420 or 2024. I, I, I had written it down somewhere, but I forgot. But it's 2420 or 2024. A little dyslexic here, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I, I, I just told him, you know, as pastor's wives, um, Sometimes life doesn't meet our expectations, you know. Yeah, I thought of if I was going to be a pastor's wife, it was going to be like real um, uh, romantic kind of a thing, and everybody would like you and me, and you know they would listen. And it, you know, it's like everybody who came to church would just want to be like Jesus, and no problems. Or Acts twenty twenty four. Thank you. Um, and so. Uh, when when that doesn't really happen like that all the time, it's kind of like oh man, this is this is a lot of work. You know, I mean, you used to um, have people come to the house or the apartment for um, counseling, three and a half, four hours, three and four and a half hours later, and they weren't fixed. <laughs> <laughs> um, so See, th- those are important times though, because you learn mm-hmm. that that you can't talk anybody into being obedient. Yeah. That's got to be a move of the spirit, uh-huh. and and what used to take three or four hours, um, now I can do in three or four minutes mm-hmm. at the beginning, and then when when the counseling session starts to digress into a well, well I don't agree with that. I don't think I, well, then there's no help available, uh-huh. and it's much less time consuming. Yeah, yeah, but at the beginning it was like like that so life hadn't met my expectations of being romantic and easier and being a pastor's wife is a lot like that the life with our guys isn't what we might have envisioned and you know i'm talking to a room of pastor's wives and some when they got married they didn't know they were going to be pastor's wives and some who maybe knew that their husband was wanting to be a pastor had no idea what he did the rest of the week you know, you think a pastor, they got a one-day-a-week job. <laughs> you know, if one, maybe two services, and then we're done, you know. But that's just not how it is. Um, 
And so talking to them, it's like some of them, you're looking at them like deer in a headlight. I did not sign up for this. And so I'm have, I, I get to tell them, you know, guard your houses. Be passionate for the Lord yourself. It's not just his call. When God calls our husbands, he's calling us at the same time because how can two walk together unless they agree to do so? And so if your husband's a pastor and you guys weren't in agreement with that, that's going to be rough. Um, if he's saying, I got, I'm answering this call, and, and maybe how come you're not? That's rough. Yeah, you know, Paula. When when we when we tell the Lord, when we call Him Lord, mm-hmm. we're we're acknowledging our role as servants. And you know that uh, Luke chapter seventeen, yeah. um, the the first ten verses of, of Luke seventeen, is is sort of breathtaking in in the sense it describes a servant's role. And nobody, I, this is true for every Christian, not just for pastors and wives, but 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 none of us should call Him Lord. If we don't understand the role of a servant, we're to do what we're told. He provides the power. He provides the opportunity. He provides the joy. And certainly he blesses abundantly in the process. But but we don't get a vote on how to serve, where to serve, or when to serve. Mm-hmm. And that's that's something that we need to acknowledge as Christians. Pastors are more accountable uh, than others. That's why James says not many of you should seek to be teachers mm-hmm. because you stand a stricter judgment. Um, but the reality is um, we, we, we in the West especially, we, we so casually call on the Lord and our prayers is Lord Jesus this and Lord Jesus that and Lord this and oh Lord that. Um, but, but we're not speaking to him from the position of a servant we're almost demanding of him to do this or to do that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when we find ourselves in an area of service that is dissatisfying to us and we rebel, we reject it, um, I, I want you to spend more time with me kind of thing. Um, what, what we're doing is we're identifying. God is, is he loves us so much that he's identifying our heart mm-hmm. and what we were doing it for all along. You know, I, I don't know anybody, especially who is in full-time ministry, who um, doesn't consciously think that they're serving the Lord with the right heart and for the right motives. And um, and, and yet the minute you, you withdraw because you got hurt or you withdraw because something was distasteful, um, then you're really saying, no, I was really doing this for me. The whole time, mm-hmm. and that's harsh, yeah. because you got to deal with that. Mm-hmm. But that's that's what Luke seventeen says. Um, why would you thank me? Why would you sit down with me? Why would you provide for me? I'm only doing my duty, and um, we need those hard checks. And that's what I said yesterday. You know, this is a situation you got to sit down with your wife, and. And, and and really decide where is your heart on this without all the Christianese mm-hmm. and the pretend stuff. Mm-hmm. You got to say, look, uh, am I or am I not a servant? If I'm not a servant, I have no business doing this. Yeah, absolutely. So guard your own houses. And, and I read this a long time ago, um, and it, I really took it to heart. It says, if your Christianity is not working at home, don't export that because uh, a pastor or a leadership person and their wife, if they're not on the same page, the whole church feels that. Your home feels that. And so, like like you're saying, get that squared away and then come back. But I can't imagine um, you, you know, you know, we can insist on having things our way. It never satisfies. You, it never satisfies. If he steps down and spends more time with her, there's going to be, resentment um so i'm just saying don't give satan the opportunity to to destroy um we need to as it says in proverbs 4 my son pay attention to what i say listen closely to my words do not let them out of your sight keep them within your heart for they are life to those who find them and health to a man's whole body above all else guard your heart guard your heart for it's the wellspring of life i love jesus he can't ask me to do anything that I'll say, oh, that's not fair. 
I mean, we think those kind of things. Oh, I can't do that. That's not fair. Why would you ask me to do that? Why do I have to give up this? Why do I have to, you know? And then I get that vision of Jesus hanging on the cross where he's saying, even to the person who has that kind of a heart, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. Because if we get our own way and do our own thing, there's consequences. And I just want, want the ladies in the... And, and a lot of times when I'm talking to people, it's like they're on their, yeah, it's just too hard. I can't, I can't take it. The people in the church are expecting these expectations of me and the kids to be different or better. Um, and I just can't live up to that. Well, we're not supposed to live up to other people's expectations. We're supposed to just be who God has created us to be, not to do anymore. That was the best thing you ever did for me. You didn't. Let other people put the pressure on me to perform to their standards. You just kept saying over and over again, and I didn't understand it for a while, but I got it. Paula, just be you. Just be my wife. You don't have to be the children's ministry leader. You don't have to be the women's ministry leader. Um, Just be my wife. You can sing a little bit, so maybe they'll let you sing, you know. But it just took pressure off. And I think a lot of times we feel pressured. Yeah. You know, Paula, we've planted a lot of churches out of ours, our church. And one of the things that I tell everybody is, and, and this is, for the most part, 90% of, of the men ignore this. Mm. Um, but but I, I tell them, your wife is your wife. And every time you're teaching, she needs to be in the front row. She needs to be visible. The church needs to see that you have a healthy, loving relationship mm-hmm. and and that she is supportive of what you do. Mm-hmm. And, um, um, you know, these these younger couples set out and start a church, and the first thing they need is, is oh, we need children's ministry, we need this and we need that. And and there's this, this implicit pressure on the wife to, to fill all those holes. And... Uh, I just tell them, don't do anything until you got people to do it. Yeah. So if somebody says, well, where's your children's ministry? Ask them, do you want to serve? Mm-hmm. And, and, and um, you know, we did that well here at the beginning. And it, it, it allowed the Holy Spirit to move on people to fill those needs. And as a result, we've never had a shortage of servants here mm-hmm. at our church. Um, but but the, the 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 relationship between the husband and wife needs to be on display. You come um, to five services a week, and that's just the ones I'm teaching. Uh, three on Sunday, one on Friday night, and one on on Wednesday night. And uh, you've had pastors' wives look at you and say, "You go to all three services," mm-hmm. and. I can't imagine you not being in all three services. Me either. Saturday I mean, morning prayer, pastor's assembly yep. class, well, Monday night uh, women's study. If we're servants, we need to be here serving when the people are here. Mm-hmm. But see, that's the thing. We need to, we need to, we need to. We get to. Yes. Well, I understand You know what I'm saying? But, but this is just for the questioner. Yeah. But you, you don't usually find out that you get to until you do it and God pours out his spirit. Yeah. You know, it's that step of obedience. Mm-hmm. But, but, you know, the people, if you came to first service, and then you went home. The people in second service and third service wouldn't even know you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, those are the kind of things that, that we have to think about when it comes to, 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 to answering this call. And if it truly is the people that mattered the most to God, mm-hmm. then it is also true that the people have to matter most to us. Now, in, in this case, everybody's younger than us. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure this is a younger couple. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe with kids, maybe without. And I get people, well, well, if you have kids, you're, they can't be here all three services. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they can. Mm-hmm. And, and we've got pastors here with, with lots of kids. And, you know, church day is like their fun day. Mm-hmm. And they've grown up that way. And they don't know any different. Um, um, that, that's, that's the way we train them up in the way that they should go. So it's just a matter of deciding, are we really a servant or not? Mm-hmm. And uh, I felt really bad. He, he, but the, the thing is, he says, well, we've been praying, we haven't heard from the Lord. He's not going to answer that prayer. Mm-hmm. You've got to decide whether mm-hmm. or not you're a servant. And if he, if the answer is, yes, I'm a servant, then I'm going to do what you tell me to do. Yeah. 
We don't get a vote. We don't get an opinion. Mm-hmm. We just get to obey. Mm-hmm. And then Acts 5.32, God gives the Holy Spirit to those who obey. Mm-hmm. And that's when the blessings come. Mm-hmm. Um, along, before we even came to Texas from California, and this is under the heading of protect the investment he's made in you. The he is Jesus, of course. First Timothy 1.12. And I'm talking in particular to this, this lady, this woman. I thank Christ Jesus, our Lord, who has given me strength. You know, we have the strength. We have everything we need to do the ministry that he's called us into. We really do. We don't think we do. We don't think, you know, we're equipped enough. But it says, I thank Christ Jesus, our Lord, who has given me strength, that he considered me faithful, calling me into his service. You know, we're in the Lord's army, and he has called us. And if it's kind of like a those wives who already had two and three children and they really don't want any more. And, you know, you, you send them to the, to the feet of the Lord and say, why don't you pray and ask Jesus what he wants. When you get the Lord's heart on something, when you hear from him and he has a direction for you, that's just mind-blowing in and of itself. I don't think you can help but want to serve him. And so for me... Um, Asking the Lord, okay, you've called Ron to be the pastor. Yes, I was afraid at the beginning that he was just going to ignore me again. And this time, like I said earlier, it's for the Lord, you know. Oh, man. <laughs> I could make you feel guilty with that. Huh? Oh, oh, yeah. You don't want to serve the Lord? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be, yeah, tough. But, yeah, no, when we, when we get our hearts right and the Lord just, I mean, I can't imagine not coming to church now. You know, seriously, when we came out here, I was like, oh, what's it going to be like? And uh, and then it was so hard, and we didn't have all the things we needed. And I remember saying, why can't we just have six months of saving? You know, I mean, all those things that the enemy wants to put in you to say, God's not really good. He's not really going to take care of you. This is just another thing that's going to drag you down. And what's going to happen with my kids and, you know, all those things. But if we sit at the feet of Jesus for just a minute, he will say, I'm so proud of you. I have such a great plan for you. I would have never thought my life would be like this. You say you're the richest man. I'm the most blessed woman. And I got a hug from a lady named Blessing yesterday. <laughs> so there you go. That's the confirmation. But, well, Blessing, I, I don't, I'm sure you don't listen to this program or there's no reason to assume that you do. Uh-uh. But if you're out there, you really are a blessing to my wife. Oh, my goodness. Uh, it was just amazing. So, but protect our marriages. We need to learn to protect our marriages. That's like me saying, you know, okay, so you go to a job. And you make a lot of money. I bet you I wouldn't have asked you to come off of that. <laughs> Bring the money home, baby. But, no, we need to really consider this life matters. Our life matters. Um, we're talking about we had a young girl who just gave her life to the Lord. After years of just arms crossed and, you know, that scowl on her face and stuff, but people are the way they are for a reason. And just love and kindness and consistency. Um, man. Yeah. You know, Paul, that's a great story. She's a senior in our school. And she didn't want to be here. Yep. The last school on the face of the earth she wanted to go to was this Jesus school. Mm-hmm. And um, her entire class, um, 12 in her senior class, um, she was the only one that wasn't saved. Mm-hmm. And um, this year, uh, those girls and, and guys in the class um, loved on her, uh, shared with her. I mean, they, mm-hmm. they, they witnessed to her, oh, yeah. and they lived their lives so full of joy that you could see the layers being stripped from this girl over the, over the last few months. And uh, we were talking to at breakfast. We should we need to find a, a before picture of her yeah. because right now she is so lit up, mm-hmm. and physically and emotionally she's she's changed so much. And I got a chance to tell her the other day. I said, "Look, because um, we were gone when this happened. Mm-hmm. We, we got the word in when we were in California. Yeah, excuse me, in California." Mm-hmm. And um, um, so I, I just bumped into her Monday or Tuesday. I don't remember what day it was, but uh, we're in the hallway as she was going to class. Mm-hmm. And she looked at me. I looked at her. I said, you have something to tell me? Mm-hmm. 
And she said, I really do. And, and, and she hugged me, and I just had a chance to tell her how proud of her I am. Yeah. Because as hard as her heart was, and as difficult as it is for her to say, well, I was not right, mm-hmm. um, and to do it with her peers. Mm-hmm. I'm so proud of that senior class. Mm-hmm. And for the very first time ever here at Calvary Chapel, this year when we graduate our kids, we're going to graduate 100% of that class are born-again believers. Oh. It's just a neat thing to see. Mm-hmm. So, you know, yeah. people are the point. Yes, yeah, absolutely. So protect your marriage um, and refuel your marriage. You know, just find find ways to encourage one another. And, you know, I, the Lord is so good because it was his idea for date day. And, you know, I'm thinking we have plenty of time. The Lord makes time for us. I'm here a lot. You're here a lot. But. Like today after this radio program, you mind, Pastor Ron, I'm taking you home. <laughs> we'll be home about 5.10. I have you all the rest of the evening. Mm-hmm. On Tuesday, I don't have worship practice or anything else. We don't have anything going here. So I have you on Tuesday night. And I think what happens is because we get focused on what we don't have, we miss what we do have. Um, on Saturday, That's great every, observation. Every other Saturday, we come for uh, corporate prayer. I mean, we come every Saturday for corporate prayer. Um, and so right after that, if we don't have another appointment or anything, it's just you and me. Yeah, but, you know, we're, we're, do, we're in our service for the Lord. We're doing it together. Absolutely. You know, when we, we come for prayer. You know, when they asked me 10 years ago to do this program, the station came to me and, mm-hmm. and said, would you, would you think about doing this? And uh, it started out as a half-hour program for the first 10 weeks, mm-hmm. and, and that just wasn't enough time. But when they asked me, I, I said, uh, um, um, well, Paul, that means we're going to do a program on Thursday. And um, that yeah, means... Yeah, I remember. Yeah. I was <laughs> like, we? We who? Yeah. And I said, this will change our lives. Mm-hmm. Every day, 4 o'clock comes to 4 o'clock. Yeah. And our date day, um, we're going to have to incorporate you in the radio program because it's date day. Mm-hmm. And we started calling it date day edition way back then. Mm-hmm. And uh, my purpose in bringing that up is that it's just that we serve together. So it's not like we're not spending time. Mm-mm. I'm sure there are times you just wish I'd go anywhere the else. The men's retreat is a good opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and for you, the women's retreat, and, and on Monday night, mm. you know, you get to have the football when I'm here at the... At, yeah, it's yeah. different for me and you. Yeah. Because when you go away, I think it's going to be neat. Okay, I got peace and quiet. Uh-huh. And, and this may shock the radio audience, but you talk a lot. And so I'm thinking, well, peace and quiet. I'll just be able to really rest and, and think about nothing. Don't oh. say what you're going to finish. Don't finish this sentence. Because you're going to say, you miss me talking a lot when I'm not around. <laughs> no, it's just, uh-huh, the I, whole world I knows. really enjoy when you go out of town to, to speak or uh-huh. when you go to a retreat. Yeah. I really enjoy it for two, three hours. Yeah. And then it's like, she hadn't called me. <laughs> <laughs> and then when we did try to call, was we missed each other four times. Yeah. But yeah, no. So you really enjoy me being around. I know. Yeah. <laughs> but, but that's that's what ministry is. Yeah. We're one flesh. We're not two people. No. We're one flesh. Yeah. So Paula, we're inside four minutes now. Time has really flown, and we yeah. didn't get any phone calls. Anything you want to close with today? No. Okay. <laughs> Don't you hate it when well, I thanks do for that. listening to yeah. the program. God bless you guys. Bye. <laughs> no, uh, just, just we need to protect our hearts, you know. Um, just, and just like these four or five days that we got to go away, Pastor Ron, one of my friends said, so how was it? I said, I am in love, girl. I have fallen in love with this man all over again, you know. She kind of blushed. But, uh, yeah, make sure to take the time to look into each other's eyes. And, you know, I told you, you said, you said, I love you so much. I said, I will never get tired of hearing that. You are so beautiful. Just keep it up. Just bring it, <laughs> bring it, Pastor Ron. You know, and then you said, you can, you can, let's go anywhere you want to go. Let's do whatever you want to do. I was like, okay, you know, and we went to some new places. It was I feel like a a princess because I'm younger, but if you want me to be the queen, I'll be the queen. (laughs) But, yeah, it was just wonderful. And I think sometimes we can get so focused on, you know, we're serving the Lord. That's that's the thing. A vacation is not a vacation from Jesus. No. 
you take him with you and it makes it better and richer. Yes. And I think a lot of times we miss out on that. You know, we think, mm-hmm. we think well, if, if it's serving the Lord, you know, he, he counted us worthy of calling us into his service. Yeah. We think that's all just... Work. No, yeah. Yeah. But, but Jesus loves having fun. Yeah, he does. Jesus loves just hanging out. Mm-hmm. And um, he knows exactly what we need. Yeah. And to this um, pastor and his wife especially, but, but generally to everybody, um, everything you do with Jesus will be better than anything you can do without him. Mm-hmm. And you got to learn that. Yeah. Yeah. So learn it and get it. And have a fun life. I, I can't imagine my life being anything else. I can't imagine. I just can't imagine. When you when we come to church together, I get to sit in the front row, and I sit right there, and I'm looking at you. I'm like, wow, that's my man. <laughs> <laughs> All three services. And when you say stuff, you know, I'm kind of interacting with the with my family because they all call me Mama Paula. Because sometimes you'll say something, you can, I can feel like a thousand eyes on me. Like they need me to, to acknowledge, is that right? <laughs> or crack up or whatever. Yeah, it's a fun life. I wouldn't trade it for anything. Well, Paul, in our last minute or so that we've got here, um, we would appreciate people's prayers. Mm-hmm. We are saying goodbye to our dear sister, Leisha Brown, tomorrow. Uh, her Tomorrow morning is her memorial service. And um, we loved her. Her family is so near and dear to our hearts. Um, and they're hurting um, and, and um, you know, we, we want to represent the Lord well. And yeah. uh, so that's tomorrow morning. Yeah. Um, she used to listen to this show every single yep, day. Every day. Yeah, I miss her. Yeah, me too. Hey, thank you for tuning in. You've been listening to the Date Day edition of the show. I'm Pastor Ron Arbaugh from Calvary Chapel in San Antonio, Texas. And I'll be back tomorrow at 4 o'clock, Lord willing, on AM 630 The Word. We'll see you then. <laughs> Bye-bye. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.